pretty nerds. 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 And this is your girl, Nay. Um, I mean, it's been going all right. I have my brother's wedding coming up, so I'm just ready to get through that. And then it's back to me all day, every day, all the time. <laughs> what about yourself? Good times, girl. The gym is awesome. That's my sanctuary now, man. I just go there to clear my head and all that good things. And you know you're making progress when people start asking you questions in the gym. You're like, yes. That means I'm making some progress in this bitch. <laughs> oh, man. Anywho. So what hot topics do you have for us this week? Um, calling the police for and harassing uh, black boys and men uh, for basically existing in the same place as them. So um, one, I think it was in a store um, in New York and uh, I'm not sure of the borough. I don't know if it was like Brooklyn or Bronx. I'm not sure. Um, and looking at the video, it's a nine-year-old child. His back Because you traumatize a nine-year-old child. 
Exactly. And I definitely feel like with that one, that one like hit home with me the most because I was just like, um, you know, this is the this is basically Emmett Till 2018. You know what I mean? Like a white woman who did the exact same thing. And then for her to come out and say, well, I'm not racist. I'm sorry. I made a mistake after she saw the video. And I'm just like, no, sis, you should have. It should have never even came to that. And I 100 percent agree. She should have been brought up on charges because. Like you said, that little boy is probably traumatized now from that whole ordeal and that whole experience. Right. And it's, I don't know, like, I guess for me, because I'm so protective of children in general, but if it was my child, you would have not had the opportunity to stand there and harass them like that. I don't care if you're calling you won't have that opportunity. You will not, and I'm, you know, and I think that's the reason why certain things are happening to certain people because I would have turned into a Tasmanian devil. Like, no, you're not doing this to my child. Like, no. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I just that whole situation. Like when I saw that video, I was like, ugh. Like, this woman is so disgusting and despicable. Like, I don't even like what made her think that that little boy. You, you know what I mean? Like, he was even thinking like that or. He was, he's a kid. You know what I'm saying? He clearly was just minding his business. And for you to even just, ugh, it just disturbed me. He's trying to get through, you know what I mean? Because, like you said, it was a small space. Yeah, like like you said, I I mean, at first it was like the little names or whatever was cute, but now it's just like these these occurrences are becoming so, you know, frequent that we need to start addressing these people by their name so people know who these people are and that they are racist. You know what I mean? Plain and simple. Plain and simple. Um, I guess we can kind of stay in the realm of sort of child stuff but not really child stuff um tracy braxton she recently came out well if you remember first tamar came out and she admitted that she was sexually assaulted um as a child she was molested and now tracy braxton is coming out and saying that she also was sexually assaulted um molested as a child and the reason that I think that this is a big deal is just because, especially in the black community, it's such a taboo topic. And it's something that we kind of always just seem to brush under the rug. And that's sexual assault, uh, you know, uh, amongst family. Um, it's, it's, it's such a and the sad part is, is that I think 
uh, when Tamar was on the radio, she said it, that the occurrence from like all of the the information that people had been sending her and all the reports and everything that she was reading up on, she said it's 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 as high as one in every four people have been sexually molested by a a a family member. And I mean, like, just think about those numbers. One in four. You know what I mean? That's huge. So I would just really, I mean, I applaud them both for being able to step up and to talk about it. Because I think, in all honesty, I feel like in our community especially, it's something that we really, we have to start speaking on. We've got to quit brushing up, you know, brushing it under the rug. Because, I mean, the the sad part is, is that, you know, I think if you sat down with a bunch of black folks, a bunch of them could, and they probably laugh about it, but everybody would think about all the, the gross uncle that nobody can leave the kids around. You know what I mean? The girls around and stuff like that. Like, that's sad. That shouldn't yeah. be like a regular occurrence within our community. And I, and I always think of the people that Heartbreaking. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's 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 extremely sad. And like I said, that's why I just really hope that with as more people kind of start stepping forward and start talking about these things as far as sexual assault and sexual molestation, that more people feel comfortable enough in, you know, in the time that it's occurring to or that it has occurred to kind of speak up, speak their mind and know that you you will be believed. You know what I mean? That people will believe you that, you know, what happened isn't your fault and that, you know what I mean? So I just hope that that's what that that's that opens up more conversations especially like I said especially within our community because we have a habit when it comes to a lot of things we have a habit of just brushing it under the rug and and it it needs to stop it needs especially with something like you know like this occurring with as far as like sexual molestation and even sexual assault because I even saw a comment you know as far as along the the lines of the me too thing where people were like if if women had to, if these Me Too women had to, for every false accusation, had to face jail time, would you would you think that that so many of them would come out? 
And my thoughts were absolutely because they want, you know, they they want to be believed. They want to be heard. Why are we so in a hurry to just because we have a few instances where women or even men take advantage of the situation and they just, you know, come out, then then absolutely they deserve their jail time. But that shouldn't we shouldn't put like a whole stamp on this whole me too thing and say oh it's just a bunch of people trying to you know get fame or publicity are you serious like there i i doubt i highly doubt that dr ford went in front of congress in the world and talked about probably the worst experience well i'm not even gonna say probably the worst experience in her life knowing that she would probably be ridiculed and you know not believed but she still stepped forward there's no way that she did that for fame. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. I think I honestly I really do feel like a, a lot of the time that that is what it is, because like you said, I think that a lot of people, when they see these stories, they either see themselves in the victim or they see themselves in the predator. And more times than not, I, I'm guaranteeing that the ones who are kind of against this and speaking so loudly are the ones who see themselves within the predator. You know what I mean? So I just it's just a lot. Exactly. Absolutely. You are absolutely correct. And I think. Go ahead. I was saying and I just think that that a lot of these men, I think that that is what they're they're seeing that, man, I did that before or I've done that before. And it's it's shaking them to their core. And so that that's why they're so stronghold and so I guess strongly against movements like this because you know they 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 see themselves in it and i and i and 
I want to also salute the men who have been strong enough, you know, the Terry Cruises who have been strong enough to come forth and say that this also happened to me. Because I also think that's an important aspect as well, because men can be the victim too. And I think that a lot of men think that because women have a lot of only women, you know, mostly women have come forward that it, it it's, you know, it, it's mostly a woman thing. But to be honest, there's also men who experience it in, you know, I think they see experiences like Terry Crews where he came forward and so many people ridiculed him and kind of laughed at him and poked fun at him. Like, oh, you're such a big dude and this, that and the other. How did you let that happen to you? That that's why you don't see a lot of men coming forward as victims. But I think we should also, you know, be encouraging and pushing for that as well. If a man is has experienced it as well, you know, don't be afraid to speak up and also tell your story because you will help more of these men to understand, you know, that not only does this happen to women, but this can happen to men and that we need all victims to feel comfortable enough to speak up and know that they will be believed. Exactly. And Absolutely. Oh, say it again. That is such the truth. Ugh. So I guess we can touch, let's touch on our, I want to say our sort of last serious realm topic. Ugh. And as much as I do not want to discuss Kunye, here we are yet again with Kunye West. Um, he had his White House visit. Um, I also want to say um, Jim Brown has now also been placed in. Well, he has been in the coon place for me since um, he's been so anti, uh, you know, the flag protests and all that jazz or whatever like that. But um, just the fact that you were sitting in that room with Kanye and Trump just disgusts me even more. Anywho, <laughs> um, but as we've all, I mean, unless you live under a rock, you've seen the whole Kanye at the White House and talking about his MAGA hat and how it makes him feel like Superman. And I just, just all the inaccuracies that he spoke. I just, I mean, I, I literally, like, I couldn't even make it through the first couple of minutes of it because I was so disgusted in the inaccuracies that he spoke about the black community. Like, it was absolutely astonishing to me. Like, you would think that he he wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, he wasn't a part of the community. Like, I just was flabbergasted. Like, I couldn't believe it. Shock value um, for me is zero uh, because I don't 
think that there's a low that he wouldn't go. Um, but I also think that, that it's okay for you to meet with a president. There's nothing wrong with that. But he literally, like Steve said, you came in there on your knees. Like, if you're going to walk in there and meet with the president, that's him so strong. You came in there on your knees, randomly. Oh, and I would look to you like a father to his knees. I listen, I I just I like I said, for me, like just seeing the inaccuracies that he spoke on the black community lets you know that you can't he can't be a voice for anyone in this community if he doesn't you know what I mean, if he doesn't even know his facts. Like how are you gonna talk about welfare as if white America isn't the one who benefits most from welfare? Most black people aren't even on welfare, don't qualify for it. It's mostly a white people thing. White people mostly you know, benefit from government assistance, not black people. That doesn't even apply really to our community. So, I mean, just seeing him speak on things that that and, and the whole the whole thing of uh, black people can be Republicans and boo boo boo. That I'm so sick of that because I'm like, whoever said that black people couldn't be Republicans? Whoever said that it wasn't? You know what I mean? That black people had to be Democrats. Most pe- to be honest, most black people ain't Republican. They ain't Democrats. Most black people don't touch, don't, uh, you know, b- trust the government to as far as they can throw it. I mean, we all know the government's the one who gave crack to our communities. So most of us don't trust the government anyway. I don't. Be- we don't believe in a Republican or a Democrat to do anything for us. So. The lesser of two evils. <laughs> it's not even 
Right. Like, Go for it. If he gonna if he gonna run, let him run because I guarantee he said he's not gonna run the next one because Trump's gonna run. He'll probably run after that, and if he run after that, he's more than likely gonna go up against Cory Brooker, and that's great for us because I I'm okay with Cory Brooker winning because I I like a, a I like, Cory to me is even stronger than Obama was as far as his views when it comes to the black community. He don't hold back. Obama was Obama rode the fence. Corey don't ride the fence, and I appreciate that. Right, that's what I don't know. Like that's my whole thing. Um, like I said, I ask people to call for a part, part. Like you have a woman that is in Texas jail right now, sentenced to five years for voting, and she didn't know that she couldn't vote. So I'm saying, like, I mean, I don't even advocate for parking dead people. That's what I'm saying. He 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 committed murder. Like that that that's my whole thing. Like I I don't understand people who are calling for it. Like I understand redemption, and I'm I'm all for that. If he has redeemed himself, and if if I mean maybe if they were looking for I don't parole. I don't know what they're. To be honest, I don't know what they. But a whole pardon. Like I don't. What are you like? You committed murder. I and and don't get me wrong. I understand the our circumstances and i understand what goes on the in the black community and you know what i mean in the streets and all that jazz but he committed murder y'all like i don't <laughs> like he took he took lives Exactly. It's the same thing that happened. Same thing what happened with the. That's how they took the mob down. Yeah, I just the whole that 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 to me like I I can't sometimes I I think about like the stuff that we I mean all of the people that we could advocate for. This what we this is what we choosing. We advocating for murderers now. Like I don't. Just the beef, exactly. 
Exactly. They probably release him out there to them youngins, and them youngins will shoot him up just on on just for clout. Right. So. Exactly. I mean, I'm I'm not for it, but hey, whatever they whatever they want to talk about, I guess is what they want to talk about. Um. So as far as the that is concerned, let's move to like some lighter stuff, I guess. You know. And she, and she is so like she was so happy. Like if you follow Kalani, then you know how like how much she's wanted to be a mom and how excited she is about it. And like she was just so like happy and overjoyed about it. And I'm just happy for her. She looked so genuinely happy. So I mean, I I definitely, I just every time I think about it, like I smile as far as the the Kalani situation goes. And since we're talking babies, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are also having a baby in the spring of 2019. Um, so I don't want to sound shady, but do you think sis was pregnant when they got married? <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it like five. They only been married for five months. I mean, if that's the case, they didn't work. No, I mean, did she do like on the honeymoon? Like it was that serious? The crazy thing about it, I think Prince Harry, they were like playing it like, oh, it's one of those things Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're happy and they were ready, so why not? Babies are a blessing. This is happy news for me. And if you're a fan of the Disney Channel and That's So Raven, um, Orlando Brown has finally entered, agreed to enter rehab. His friends got him together, sat him down, and did an intervention. And now he has entered rehab. I'm happy for him because, baby, people was like laughing and joking. And granted, I mean, because he's uh, he was na- already naturally funny. So when he was on, I guess, spinning out or whatever, he had his funny moments. But it was also at the same time sad to see someone falling so hard from, you know, from grace. And so I'm just happy for him. I'm hoping that 
he gets the help that he needs he gets back on track and i even because like i said he still has a you know he still has a comedic timing he's still funny and i feel like if he gets back on track he could be right back in that thing and that to me it would be an awesome story to see Absolutely. Yeah, we see a lot of them spin out. There's very few that we've seen who've kind of been able to navigate it really well. Tia and Tamara, probably Tia, their whole Damari family, their parents did an amazing job because none of them spent, you know, spun out. Neither one of them or Taj, like they all seem to be like in a good space, a good strong knit family. So. I I mean, other than that, I can't really think of, it's hard to think of like child actors who are, you know, in a good space. Because I mean, Selena Gomez ain't in a good space. Uh, Lindsay Lohan definitely ain't in a good space. So, I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, so, I, like I said, if he can, like I said, hopefully he gets the help that he needs and and he can come back stronger. Which, um, she was Lizzie McGuire. Oh, uh, uh, ooh, Hillary Duff. Yeah, I think she did pretty well. Yeah. And again, another kind of strong family unit. You know what I mean? So I think that's really the key, like with those child stars, to have that family around them that kind of protects them from everything. You know what I mean? So. I guess other good news, I've seen it as good news um, on the music front. Chris Brown and Drake finally officially, officially dead their beef. Uh, Drake brought him out at the his first L.A. show. Um, what did you think of that? it's good to see it's good uh, it's good to see him maturing i like to see that maturity i mean and i just like it for hip-hop in general in our in our community in general like all i'm saying is with with kind of all these good vibes going on i'm just like could somebody get in dame and jay's ear had them do it for the culture can we get jay and dame back together y'all like man i was listening to that old jay-z album and i heard him shouting out dame and i was like man them old days of the rock can we can we can we get that done for the culture can we have that moment please jay and dame we need that that will be just icing on the cake man (laughs) you think so (laughs) 
I would just I would just love to see it. Like to me, that would be like such a full, full circle moment to see Jay and Dame sit down, hash out, and come back. You know what I mean? As like oh, the brothers that they were. You know what I mean? Cause if you if you like I said, I was listening to the um the blueprint, both of the blueprint and the blueprint two, and I can't remember which one had the record on where he was like Dame, um, somebody sought me out. Dame believed. And I just was like, man, just to know that Dame had that faith in him and Dame was there pushing him and was like, yo, we can do this. We can, you know what I mean? I just want to see them come back together because I just feel like it would just be so big for the culture. But like you said, it, it may be too much to ask. We may not get it. We've been having so many good positive moments that we might not get that. <sighs> but it would be great for the culture, though. It would be. Um, <laughs> we might be asking for too much uh, you know, listen so staying on topic with drake obviously again unless you live under a rock you know that drake did lebron's show the shop this weekend and drake actually like clearly you can tell him and lebron are friends because this is the first like interview where Drake really was like wow like he opened up and really just talked about everything like he talked about the situation with Kanye and uh the rap battle with Pusha T he talked about his son his child's mother just the whole nine yards like I was like wow okay shout out to LeBron for like interview of the year man like I don't even know how he scored that <laughs> That was cool. But hold on, though. Like, I'm not... Okay, I'm going to have a petty moment for a minute. Like, one of my favorite parts, I ain't going to lie, in the interview was when Drake was talking about his situation with his baby mama. And, like, you could see LeBron's face. Like, damn, bro, I'm sorry you had to go through that. But I can't even relate, bro. I can't even relate. I got me a black queen out here in these streets. <laughs> I said, I said... I said, see, LeBron, my type of petty, bro, because he he did it on the slide too. Like he gave that face, like, mm, damn, bro, that sucks for you. <laughs> oh my god! But I mean, other than that, like, what kind of um, in, in as far as the interview in general, like, what takeaways? I guess did you feel like we you kind of took from it, or that you got from the whole Drake interview? Like, 
hurt um, by what was said about his friends. So, I mean, I can't knock that. I know Funk Master Flex is like, um, there's no, you know, I guess no low end beef. And I'm like, you can still be hurt by it. Like, damn, this is friend. Am I not supposed to be hurt by it? Like, outside of Rafi, personally. Right. Um, it was good to see him, I guess, like, vulnerable and actually open. Um, because, like I said in the past, it's like, I put in a song and I dress it down, but... But it just, it still kind of left a mystery, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, I will say that it solidified that one shout out to Joe Budden because Joe Budden really has his finger on the culture. Cause like, if you listen to his podcast and you know, he called that shit from like right down to the T. I mean, he gave every little bit of it. He called, he was like, this is just speculation, but this is what I think happened as far as the whole thing goes. Like he, everything that he said pretty much matched up with what Drake said. Um, obviously my, minus a couple of the details, but I mean, so salute to Joe Budden because he really does have his <laughs> finger on the culture or his pulse on those type of situations. Um, I like that he was open about the the you know his the situation with his child's mother. I mean, like you said, I, I appreciate him for being vulnerable enough to kind of admit, hey, I was nervous to tell my folk my mom about it because it was like I had ridiculed my parents all these years and here I am in the same type of situation and you know she would have liked to see me you know and with you know all the women that she's met before that I was actually in relationships with she would have preferred to see that as opposed to you know someone that she didn't know and that I didn't know and I mean I I give him credit for being honest about that uh you still like you said I still kind of cringed a little bit because I was like bruh you're a multi-millionaire star you gotta you gotta be better than you gotta know better than that but uh aside from that I mean I guess I didn't a lot of it like I guess you don't really you didn't really learn too much oh oh I also so you know he finally I guess opened up and admitted to the whole Rihanna thing and as far as how he was in 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 to me i think that also was kind of insightful how he kind of opened up and admitted that it was a fairy tale you know what i mean like he had heard from everybody and seen you know all the fan we all saw it with all the fans and everybody kind of saying oh they look so good together woody woo that he kind of got in his head like this is the fairy tale and you know we look so good on paper and blah 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 but i think that a lot of times in relationships that we kind of get caught up in in that whole aspect like oh yeah it looks great on paper but in real life it just doesn't work and so i i, I like that he kind of addressed that and admitted hey this was a fairy tale but you know and, and that's why it didn't work because in real life we just didn't work together you know what i mean They were good. They were good music. They work well together musically, and I think that for a lot of people, and in, in, in including himself, he was like, 
that should be able to carry enough over into relationships. But I think that as we all get older and we all mature, we kind of realize that, you know, it's like, it's, it's like, it's like a sports team, right? You can add, you can add every great sports player on one team, but that doesn't, you know, if the chemistry isn't there, then that doesn't equate to winning. You know what I mean? They still have to have the chemistry in order for it to equate to a winning team or a championship team. Yeah, but it was a it was a good interview, most definitely a good interview. I need to watch LeBron's whole series on that. Yeah, like I, I I in all honesty too, I'm I'm with you. Like I I am so proud of LeBron. Like he is so like on a different level, man. Like he's got so much dope stuff going on. Like and his shows are just really really good. So salute to LeBron all the way. I love the videos that he does with his daughter like that one that they just posted I was like oh my god it was so where she was lifting the weights and he was like encouraging he's like get it babe girl you got this you got I was like oh my god this is so sweet Oh, so I love that whole that their whole relationship. I just love his relation. He's an amazing father. So salute to LeBron James always. You know we love LeBron on this show. Um, moving on from good stuff to, I guess, say, stuff that we saw coming. Um, at least I did. Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson have called off their engagement and they have split up. As a couple, so I wasn't surprised. I think for me, like I saw it coming because I just was like, it was too soon, man. Like she, I mean, I think that in all honesty, as much as she doesn't want, didn't want to admit it to herself, I think that she genuinely was crazy, crazy deep in love with Mac Miller. And I think it hurt her to her core that she, that they couldn't make it work. And so she jumped in head first with Pete Davidson because it felt good and it felt right. And she just wanted to get over, you know, the hurt that she was feeling. So she jumped right in head first. But then when Mac died, I think it hit her like, oh, my God, you know what I mean? Like, this is for real. Like, this was somebody that I love so deeply and now they're gone and like I could we could we never have a chance to reconcile that or never could fix you know what I mean because I feel like a part of me feels like maybe she was thinking in her head okay I'm gonna rock with this Pete thing for a little bit but then I could come back to once he gets kind of back on track I could come back to Mac and we can make it work I don't know I mean I feel I just feel like she was really because as soon as I saw that Mac died I was like that relationship's not gonna last because I mean, I I just just seeing her and Max dynamic, you could tell she genuinely 
Love that kid, man. You couldn't have a comeback. I hope that she, I hope that for her though, like I, I just want to see her take the time for her. You know what I mean? To completely heal from, cause she's been through so much in such a short period of time. I just hope that she takes the time that she needs to heal from everything you know don't jump back into anything with anybody just heal um yeah absolutely i guess we can let's let's kind of move on from that and let's jump into the new music front um ellie ma she finally dropped her debut album you heard it You'll come back to it. I mean, I listened to it one. I listened to it once through. I got to give myself some time. Like when I first listened to records, I got to give, you know, I listened to it all the way through one time, sit on it for a little bit, come back to it, re-listen to it. So I'll re-listen to it again before I can give like a really good opinion on it. But I mean, from the the first listen, it it I was able to get through the whole thing. So that to me says a lot. <laughs> I love her accent. It's so cute. Um, so, have you listened to and don't know how many Wait. So, I really feel like, again, Joe Budden had the best comment of the year where he said, I just really wish he would give me. Uh, you got uh, you know, just everybody just wants a uh, you got a bad from you, Russia. Like this whole like, it's like he's in an identity crisis, or he's trying to keep up with the, the times. Like, bruh, we don't want that from you. We want you to actually sing R and B records that we know you can sing. Like you have a voice, Usher, sing, goddamn it. <laughs> See, listen, that's how you are so like me and you are so different when it comes to I just I did not feel it at all. I wanted R and B Usher and that was ugh. And I'm like, oh, I can 
scary. And I wrote, so, I mean, it was cool. I got it on my playlist. Now, what I would like my way or, like, nice and slow, of course. But, I mean. Yeah. I guess, girl, it wasn't, listen, it ain't for me, but, you know, who am I? <laughs> um. Oh, Lord. So, hold on. So, I just saw this, and this is completely off topic, and it's not in music space, but I have to bring this up because I got to get your opinion on it ASAP. So, they're saying that Justin Bieber is not over Selena Gomez and that he thinks that he may have made a mistake with his recent marriage. That's that's the that's the point that that's the thing that bothers me about his whole situation. Like, I think it's probably obvious to everybody in the world that that girl had serious. I mean, the fact she dropped the weekend like a bad habit just to jump back. You know what I'm saying? In a relationship with you. So my thing is, is like clearly she. You know what I'm saying? The the feelings are deep. Every time you you know you say that you're ready, she drops whatever she's doing and hops back into a relationship with you only for you to go on this quick little hop to Haley Baldwin and for y'all to get married I mean listen bruh you lose I mean you know what I mean like you snooze you lose let her go and let her move on and be happy you you made your choice Exactly. Oh Look, but I knew you would be tickled by that one, so I had to bring it up. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, so let's hop back to albums. So, so that was off topic, but we back to albums. Um, so I don't, I don't, I didn't, haven't listened to this album. I didn't care to listen to. I'm not. In fairness, let me just go ahead and say this right now. I am not a fan of the Migos in any shape or form. So I don't care. I, them uh them lists you know releasing solo albums does nothing for me but obviously it is a topic that we must discuss so Quavo he dropped his I guess anticipated solo album Honcho Dreams Huncho is it Honcho or Huncho Dreams uh, or what is the name of the album shit I think it's Honcho. I oh it's it's called it's called Hunch I don't know well, Honcho Dreams is the record about Nicki Minaj. So what the hell is the name of the album? Look, this, see, this tells you that I am not... <laughs> I am not in any shape or form a fan. 
I'm trying to go on title real quick and see what the hell the name of this album is. It's called, it's just called Quavo Hancho. Okay. So anyway, um, your thoughts. <laughs> I mean that that Kendrick Lamar tweet where he said uh niggas niggas hate Nikki more than women do that that really just that that thing aged so gracefully cuz I think he tweeted that in like 09 or something that tweet aged so gracefully honey I, in all honesty like I wasn't surprised that he took some type of shot at her because he seemed to be the only dude out of the people the dudes that she mentioned in that track who felt insulted by or who felt a way about it because everyone else knew that it was you know it was in homage to the original biggie track where biggie mentioned you know a bunch of the r&b singers that he wanted to to fool around with or whatever like that but my thing is is that what upset me the most about it i guess what what got what irritated me about it because i'm not gonna say upset because i just don't care that much um, but what irritated me about it was the fact that it's not even it's not even a good like i saw like the lyric breakdown it ain't even a good record but the fact that you took the time to one embarrass nikki by or attempt to embarrass nikki at your album release by having that whole reenactment with the girl opening the presents and all that jazz but then like the whole it wasn't even like how she did Barbie Dreams where it was, you know, she named off all the the different rappers just like Big did in the original. You specifically targeted and focused only on her. You know what I mean? Like it was literally like a whole the whole record was about her. And I guess you gossiping if y'all I, I don't insinuating that y'all had a relationship like I don't she hasn't mentioned that y'all had anything but you were insinuating that you slept with Nikki and like the disgusting things that you said in the record. Like, I just was like, this is pathetic, man. Like, I just, uh, I was disgusted. But it makes it even worse if you slept with her. Like, it don't make it better, brother, that you slept with her and then you made a whole diss track. Like, women, hell no. Like, I'm sorry, but when did hip hop become start becoming men gossiping like girls? Like, <laughs> like who who tells who tells who you sleep with like that? You know what I mean? Like who tell who kisses and tells? That's what I'm saying. Like it wasn't even it wasn't even good. They weren't even good bars. But he knew that that people are on the I hate Nikki train, so they was gonna ride the whole ride that whole wave of it. You know what I mean? Like oh I hate Nikki, so of course oh this song this is Nikki. Press play, record. You know what I mean? Like I I, I gotta stream that. And I'm like I said, like maybe I could see if Nikki did him, but I'm like, bro, she 
That's what I'm saying. He got one of the softest bars on the track. Out of all the, I could, I mean, I would have thought DJ Khaled or somebody would have been in their feelings, but she, he, she, he had one of the softest lines in the whole track. So how are you in your feelings? She, oh, she said, I re, okay, she said, um, Karuchi thinks that she wanted to give the the pussy to Quavo. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't even, I don't even see. <laughs> exactly. But they clearly do because then they made sure um, because at the L.A. show that just happened, I want to say what, last night, uh, they brought out Cardi again. And when Takeoff said Nikki's name during the record, Offset made sure to, you know, give the audience the finger and talk about F Nikki. So, I mean, it's clearly like they whole team or whatever is gunning for her and got beef with her and they want to. You know, I mean, okay, I get it. Cardi's your wife, y'all team Cardi. That's cool, but if y'all, if y'all really, to me, if y'all really trying to make it war, then then step up as tell tell her to step her bars up. Tell her to to get in the studio and write some bars. Don't have somebody write them for him. Tell her to get in the studio and write some bars then. Exactly. You all smoking, you can't win, then go somewhere and sit down because it's like, first of all, you can't compete with her if you don't write your own music. Like, you, you don't write your own lyrics with her. Why are you even beefing? You're not in the same realm. Like, you got one album and you study, oh, I need this, I need That's fine. But also, as a side, she had four. All of them have one platinum. Like, but most of them be on blocks. That, that's what I said. I said somebody listening, cause them albums didn't didn't do them numbers on their own. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, okay then. Exactly. I, I don't like either, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, so let's let's go ahead and hop into our relationship segments, and let's start with. I like the first question that you gave so let's let's jump into that one the one you said about in order for relationships to work and something about bad or Hold on, hold on, I'm sorry, y'all. Um, I don't want to miss him. Um, 
in order for a relationship to work, they gotta love the bad things about you too. So, what are your thoughts? What are my thoughts about that? Um, I agree. I mean, I would say that they that in order for y'all to like be in a relationship, they have to love all parts of you, good, bad, ugly, and indifferent. You know what I mean? Like they have to to accept who you are as a person. So that's going to come with some, what you know, I guess, quote unquote, bad things, whatever, I guess they can say. I mean, because I guess good and bad is so subjective anyway. So I would just say they have to accept who you are as a person overall regardless you know what i mean Right. So for for me, when I thought about it, that's why I was saying like I thought like the bad was just like. I didn't I didn't think of it as like, you know, quote unquote, or, you know, when we talked about deal breakers before or things like that, because I feel like before we even got to the love stage, we would have already discussed deal breakers and I would have, we, you know what I mean? Like I would have weeded you out from jump before we even got to I love yous. So for me, like when I was thinking bad, I was just thinking, like you said, just like differences and like you clean like this way or it's not the same as I clean. you know simple stuff like things that you can get over like I'm not talking like like you said I'm not talking like you out here committing murders and I'm just gonna ride with you or something like that because nah bruh I'm not riding I'm sorry Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree with you, hundred percent. So, um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna ask you. 
in a relationship do well let me go ahead and kind of set the preface so for the people who listen to this show obviously they know that me and you are very pro-black we are very black and proud here so in a relationship do you require the that same kind of stance as you like quote-unquote wokeness as you or can they be you know not as up but do they have to know a little bit or can they just you know not be woke at all or not political or into any of that stuff at all <laughs> um, we have to use it because that's just the word. Yeah. Um, but he has to be especially pro black. Um, because I'm black more than likely, not in our list. So, oh, you know, I'm not going to put that even out there. But he, by us having black, you know, one day having black children and have to deal with them, you know, black things. And pro black. Um, there's no ifs, ands, buts about that. Now, um, I just, yeah, it, it don't work for me. Like, I'm trying to think of a situation where I'm like, well, if he's not this, it's okay, but he has to be broken pro black. Like, you have to know what the fuck is going on and how to navigate. Because I always think if you're not woke, you're naive, and that shit will hurt me if you're a man because I really want to trust you to leave me. Like, right. So for me, I feel like I I wouldn't require them to be as much as me because like clearly I have extremely strong opinions and strong voices and things like that. But like I agree with you, like I need them to have some semblance or understanding of the culture and the climate and the things that are going on. Because like you said, if this is a person that I intend to have children with and, you know, have a unit with you know, I intend to nation build with you, then I need you to be up on the culture and up on the things that are going on so that when we do have children, I can trust you to instill the the proper values into them and have them prepared for what they're going to face and come into contact with in the world. You know what I mean? So that's kind of my stance on that. Like, I, I, I can't I can't knock someone for not being like completely up on everything because everybody comes from different experiences and not everybody like for me I was raised by two you know black parents and they're both you know up on things and they kind of instilled a you know taught us those things and taught us about other things outside of because you don't really learn anything in school when it comes to black culture anyway but that's a whole nother topic but they kind of taught us outside of that type of realm as well so I just, I know that not everybody gets that, you know, or not everybody is lucky enough to receive that. So I know not everybody's going to be as up on things as I am, but you got to, you, you have to have some semblance of what's going on within the culture. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He has to be somewhat 
That's why I say he has to be up on the kind of current things that are going on and be up on the culture. Like he definitely, like I can't, be, I definitely couldn't be with somebody who'd be like, oh, racism doesn't exist or it's dead or something. Like, okay, no, nah, we're not the same type of person. We're not the same type of people. I can't be with somebody who fetishize, you know, who fetishizes mixed mixed children and, 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 you know, I hate to use the word mixed. That's a terrible word. Biracial children and, and biracial features and Eurocentric features. You know, I can't be with someone who fetishizes those type of things because again we're not the same type of person like we're not the same type of people i need somebody who would who's okay with having a beautiful brown baby because that's what i want you know what i mean so but other than that i mean i'm like i said i'm not gonna push you don't have to be as up as me but you gotta be right there understanding of the culture Yeah, exactly. You gotta be close. <laughs> All right, so let's jump into. We have two more, correct? Two more questions, or just yeah. one more? Okay, so let's do the next relationship and then the general. Ooh, that's a tough question because it comes with the, you have to ask. So it's a couple of things that you have to ask yourself. Now, as far as friends with the couple, is it like you were friends? Like that was your homegirl first and then like she got with him. And so y'all became friends or were you already cool with both of them when they connected and hooked up? Cause it, I mean, it may, it, cause then it's different. You know what I mean? If you was friends with her first and y'all, and she got with him, then my loyalty lies with my original friend. I'm only rocking with you because she with you now. But if I was friends with both of them to begin with, then it's like, I I, I, mm, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not in it. I don't know nothing. I didn't see nothing. I don't know if I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to insert myself in, in y'all relationship. But then again, a part of me would be like, but damn, I would want to know if it was me. So I don't know. It's such a dilemma. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Um, I am an advocate of I let grown people find their own struggles because I really feel like what you do actually comes to life. Um, so I don't like a weird, weird dynamic when you're friends, you know, like equally friends with both of them because it's like I would want to know, but everybody don't even want to know it. Yeah. Like I listen, you know I know. I'm just letting you know. Go ahead and handle it, bro. If I have to.
I go, listen, I ain't gonna lie, I would be that petty. Like, don't like if that scenario played out, like if I see one of my homegirls dudes out with somebody, oh I'm on the, I'm hitting it. Oh sis. Mm-mm-mm. Get over her ASAP and see what this man out here doing, girl. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Like I'm taking pictures, like FaceTime, the whole nine, be like, shout We gotta find even if you got an Android, we gotta find some way right now for us to connect. Basically, like, um, ooh, child. Ugh. So, last question is our general question. And I've saved, I, I said I wanted to save this one for last because I actually had to do some thinking on this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, it is what has 2018 taught you? Or what was I? Listen, I feel like I didn't even read the question properly. What was the qu- general question? The whole question. I think it was we're in the last like month of 2018. So what have you learned so far? Okay, so what I have learned this far is that change is way, way, way harder than I anticipated even when you expect it and you know it's coming it's super super harder than you anticipate um it's harder to kind of I guess gauge and gain control of um I have also learned that I am extremely like a control freak as far as like the planning of (laughs) of my life and things of that nature and so when things kind of like I said, even even expecting things that I expect to happen um, when they actually do happen and it kind of spirals things out of my control. Um, oh, man, it kind of it makes me feel anxious and, and all of that jazz. So I have learned to deal with uh, not being in t- control and to kind of cope with the anxious feelings of not knowing what's next. So that's what I've learned so far in 2018. What about you? For me, um, I think 2018 has kind of like set me on my behind. Um, and when I say that, it's part of taking care of myself. Um, I've always kind of put like other people, especially my family, Ooh, you jumped 10 years back. Like, 
Right. And I like to read books about it. So I'm really working on overthinking because, like, I didn't think, you know, like, the overthinking is like, yeah, it ain't happening. Right. I think that's Mike. That's probably, I mean, I think that's such a good kind of way to kind of look at it and handle things as far as like what you're doing, as far as like reading, reading about it, because it, it will be, it's so surprising how much that helps to kind of like, read someone else's experience and just kind of read up on you know how other people dealt with it and are dealing with it and just to kind of know that other people go through the type of you know the not knowing that that definitely helps yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh so any other kind of thoughts or things that we have going on did you listen to anything new this week or old or what's on your playlist? Listen, so I went back. I had to add case to my playlist, and I'm trying to figure out. Happily ever after has always been like my song. I'm like, man, when I get married, I'm gonna have this song. And it wasn't on my playlist. And I'm like, what? The, what have I been doing with my life? So I have to listen to the case, like, um. Oh, Oh. I'm trying to. I'm trying to know what's going. Is Trey just on like a break? Is he just taking a break? Like, is you not gonna come? I need Trey to come back to the scene with some new music, like ASAP. Like, we miss you out here in these streets, Trey. Look, I wonder if he taking like a. You remember when he took that break, um, when he cut his hair and then came back with was it ready that he came with? They had that. That's the one that had neighbors know my name and all the the. Was that ready? I feel like that was ready. It might have been ready. I can't remember, but that was the one where he came back right after he had cut his hair, cut off the braids. So I wonder if he's like going through like one of those and he's just gonna come back with a whole like new Trey era to just like destroy our entire lives with all of that great music that he gonna bring. I'm hoping because I'm like, um, listen, I mean, we need some baby making albums to this camp. Like, <laughs> seriously, like, Trey, be all right, listen. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I haven't really been listening to anything new. Um, I told you I'm back to listening to the old Blueprint records. I just miss. I mean, I hate just. I feel like I sound like an old head by saying it, but I just miss the way music was and used to be. And like I was listening to that old Jay Z record, and I was like, man, folks don't even rap like this no more. It's just ugh. I miss them days. 
So that's where my head was at. Like I'm just I'm just I'm reminiscing on how rap used to sound and how rap used to be and just how lyrical it was and like the punchlines and like that's the that's the stuff that I miss completely. So yeah. That's it for me. <laughs> Well, I mean, this was a dope episode 23. I almost forgot the episode of um, the Pretty Nerds podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Pretty Nerds Podcast. And that's nerds with a Z. And also check us out iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, SoundCloud. And we will be coming to Stitcher soon. Very soon. Like, that's my next platform to add us on so be looking out there as well all right good night guys <laughs>